Hey, how's it going, everybody? Welcome back to the Corner Talks podcast. I have a friend here and fellow podcaster, Matt Serino. What's going on, buddy? What's going on, bro? How you been? Nothing much, man. Just, you know, chilling. Uh, I've seen you, you know, like I said, you're a podcaster. I've seen you start this channel called Refreshing the Feed. Um, and I, I obviously want to know more about this, uh, more about you uh, with this journey. And how, how's that been? How, how have you... Um, how's this been experience been like starting this podcast it's been good man honestly first i'd say thanks for having me on i really appreciate it for sure um from one creative to another i know it's been uh so at times it can see like a grind yeah i uh if you're watching this check me out at refreshing the feed on instagram twitter all that good stuff youtube and all streaming platforms um i started off like um a while ago i think over two years ago no over a year and a half ish ago, mm-hmm. I originally started with uh, your sister's favorite podcast. Oh, okay, was, cool. It was very um, loose, unstructured, very like candid, like whatever we were talking about, we we're talking about. You know what I mean? It wasn't really Given like, the name. Uh, yeah, exactly. Given the name, right? Yeah, yeah. Exactly. It wasn't really like anything um, serious at the time. Like I never saw myself as like taking it to the next level or. Um, sort of like getting into it you know what I mean uh so right. I started off there and I just pretty much worked my way into like such a more developed knowledge about number one podcasting in general and number two like like conversations in general right so right. I know I know you have too and I can see through like your episodes on on corner talks that mm-hmm. like you start to get as as you get more and more into it you start to develop this kind of like love for it right it's as cheesy as it sounds it's like you start off as just this may be a hobby this may be just something that you find fun and then eventually it's like wow I can like I enjoy doing this and I like putting out content I do stuff like that right so um yeah refreshing the feeds the way the way I go now and uh we're on our 11th episode and it's only been a couple months but I'm I'm really enjoying it and I uh we talk about some like hot topics and trending stuff and and everything pretty much relevant so we can refresh the feed so to say it's supposed to speak right um but uh other than that like i've been it's it is a grind um but yeah that's where i'm at right now and i i've been it's been two weeks i work with a a couple other guys matt and andrew uh they've been really supporting me throughout the whole the whole journey of refreshing the feed yeah that's great man and i wanted to mention that because i've noticed another uh, common guest that you have, uh, Andrew, is it? Um, yeah, Andrew. Where, yeah. yeah. And I kind of like that aspect. Um, he's kind of like, you know, you have that conversation, that back and forth, and it's something that it gives the guests like an insight to, to kind of look forward to, right? Because you have different yeah. perspectives, uh, like you were saying, on something I noticed, pop culture and yeah. uh, society and cult- like a lot of things that we, especially millennials, kind of perceive. Um, yeah, exactly. And I wanted to know, like, what was the inspiration or what was the reason maybe to drop the, uh, my the sister's solo. Video, the podcast? Yeah, the solo yeah. one and then go partner with your friend here, Andrew, and go for refreshing the feed. Yeah, so um, it's sort of like at, at the time, I really didn't have um, a lot of knowledge in podcasting and audio recording and visual, like any, anything involving video. I had very minimal knowledge. Um, and then I slowly developed my way into like, I, I've changed career paths and I've, I've wanted to learn a lot more about video and editing and 
stuff like that. So I went from on um, audio only, like your sister's favorite podcast was only audio. Mm-hmm. So I was on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and and Google Podcasts. But when I moved over to refreshing the feed, it was already all planned that number one, it was going to be more structured. Number two, there was going to be a lot more. Um, obviously, it's in video, so there's a lot more content that you can publish, right? You can only do so much when it's audio. Um, of course. So I said, I, I'm like, listen, I I figured I can't really do all these aspects, um, including video, audio, audio editing, and and publishing, and branding, and all these different aspects, getting the like getting the name out, and all that, just by myself, right? And I, right. Sorry, I um, I, th- I figured like. I had this conversation, Andrew and, and Matt, the guys I paired up with, I teamed mm-hmm. up with, um, I work with them. Like I, we, we've worked together for a couple of years. Okay. Um, nice. Yeah. And they, uh, they've been like a really big help to me, not only in podcasting, but in real life. Right. So they're, they're creative guys. I think of them as very knowledgeable guys. And uh, I thought they would have been a great, they were, they are. And I think they, they will be like a great addition or a great support system for the podcast. So um that was kind of what made me drive my way from solo and just interview style to like having somebody that I can consistently like rely on to be there and help me record and stuff like that. Well, you said so, so many cool things and so many things that I kind of, uh, you know, I, I'm agree with you on, uh, the, the aspect for first, I should mention is the video content. Uh, you got cameras set up, uh, from what I see, um, you don't do this over a Zoom call. Uh, at the moment, I have to yeah. do it because of my uh, situation, the circumstance. But yeah. I do intend one day to have my own studio set up. Um, but it's so important uh, from a marketing perspective uh, to get visual content out there because, you know, as a filmmaker myself, I'm a very visual person. And as much as I love to hear a podcast, I also like to see, connect the voice to the face and see, yeah, exactly. you know, how that person is. Uh, you know, interacting and, you know, what they're laughing about. And it's just uh, a lot of inspiration. Like I took from Joe Rogan, for instance, uh, he was yeah. making a, a situation. He's told, he was saying on the podcast, something to the effect of his manager was saying, if you go with Spotify, ensure that you have a video aspect because Spotify, I think what the time was only known for audio. Uh, yeah. And it goes back to with that interview he had with Elon Musk when he was smoking pot and how viral yeah. it went because yeah, sure. It would have gotten some views like the soundbite, but it's not the same if you actually see it. And that clip, I remember yeah. like millions of views and, you know, we have a long way to go to even get to that point. But the idea, the intention is to record these fo- podcasts, to, to document them, to show people um, our conversations and really just show the, the human side of us, uh, whoever's following us on our creative journeys, you know, whether we're filmmakers or podcasters, they just know that we're just like you and you and them. Uh, you know, we're just the same kind of individuals that, uh, we all, we all have our challenges and we all have, uh, our ups and downs. So, you know, the idea that you want to transition, uh, to kind of have that conversation with Andrew, um, and sorry, who was the other, uh, podcaster you were going to have on board for refreshing the feed? Sorry, what was the, what was the last part? I just missed. Oh, it. Like, you had you had Andrew and someone else. Uh, Matt, another guy I work Matt. with. Yeah, Matt. Okay, Matt so Chippetta. okay, so I was thinking when I see Matt, I was thinking like it was just it was you and so Matt no, and no, Andrew. No. So there's two Matts. Okay, nice. Yeah, two Matts. Yeah, and I think that's so important, and it's a different take because like I prefer I'm I'm more of the interview kind of aspect. I like the idea yeah. of getting to know the person and 
revealing like each other's experiences kind of i took a lot of inspiration from the joe rogan experience yeah. but i like your 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 take as well because it's that reliance um yeah you, you you said it head on uh you know i love my guests i love the people that i interact with but i know everybody's busy and i'm in my late 20s everybody has their own lives and i know that it's very difficult to get people in person and on yeah, board, exactly. right like that flexibility so when you have like a guest that's kind of with the same mindset because i see them too right you know they they, they want to be podcasters as well like they're just in it um it's just a much more smoother experience right yeah for sure i think that like um like andrew especially um they weren't like both of them weren't like big on being in front of the camera originally mm -hmm. um but i sort of told them that like this doesn't have to be oh i'm trying to get like famous instantly you know what i mean it's not something yeah. that like i want to blow up obviously that would be that would be a blessing but it's not something i don't think it that's just gonna happen overnight you know what i mean it's gonna take a lot of hard work and i and i explained that and uh because i was really the one who was um extremely forward and i said that listen i'm gonna be on camera like this is before even starting I, we agreed that this is like my podcast you know what i mean like right. this it continues to be like it started as your sister's favorite that was entirely mine and even with their help that like, this is still like entirely my podcast but they right. they do support like a lot of things right um right. i do handle like the social medias and uh, and some other stuff with their input and their adjustments and things like that but um for, for the most part like if there's anything that would have to um if there's anyone that takes responsibility it's me right so like the right. same thing like you said like it it depends number one on the type of um conversation you like to have if you're i feel like in an interview style such as like such as this one i feel like there's a lot more that you as the as the interviewer learn about the guest mm -hmm. right so me and andrew we have conversations and we talk about trending topics pop culture all, all that kind of stuff and right we we get our own take and i feel like we do like me and andrew ourselves we do a great job at like critically analyzing things that we we can get our point across and make sure that we're talking correctly and we know what we're trying to say but i feel like when you're speaking to someone that knows exactly what they've been doing like let's say you interview a a, a teacher and they've been teaching for 10 years right like you get that level of experience that you wouldn't get with yeah. someone as reliable right it, it, there is a trade-off but i feel like especially with joe rogan joe rogan was also an inspiration for myself and i i think that like he the reason why he's so knowledgeable is because he absorbs all the information from his guests yeah and i think that's like a an entirely different like realm of podcasting like there's there's having fun podcasting there's like the way the way me and like the banter that me and Andrew go through and we talk about things and then the interview style is really like like the the cream of like the the knowledge based you know what yeah. I mean? like you really absorb what your what your um what your guest specializes in so to speak yeah what you're receiving on the other end and, and yeah. your audience not learn something he learned something and he you could tell he has a lot of respect for the guest even if he doesn't agree with them and he's you know man enough he's genuine enough to admit like i'm wrong you know like it, there's many times i was listening to a podcast episode today uh he he got an article wrong and he's like okay apologies for that but i do remember reading something to that effect <laughs> and yeah uh that humility is very important and as something a lot of people are seeking for especially in today's climate um i think it's so important that you know we have that transparency and you know we like i said from the beginning like you want to make 
you want to believe that the person's human. You don't want to feel like there's a robot, yeah. you know, asking questions and the person's just responding. That's something why I can't watch a lot of late night talk shows anymore. Yeah. Um, because it's just very like, I know like Fallon and, you know, Corden, like they have their moments, but it's just so dry, you know, like it's the typical questions. Like, so what are you yeah. doing? What are you up to? Oh, like, why'd you buy that purse? It's like, who cares? Yeah. Like, I want to, I want to get into the meat. I want to get into the juicy questions. And what I love about Rogan, I have to say is, it's something that I'm trying to emulate where, you know, he, it's an interview where he asks the, the other person, he lets the person just talk. That's why it's so interesting. Right. Cause his guest is supposed to be more interesting what they have to say yeah. and their expertise in the field that they're specializing in, like you said, but at the end of the day, he he'll make a side note or he'll go on a little rant and he'll like, someone will mention something about, you know, uh, I don't know, the right wing people and how radical they are. And then he'll just go on a, on a huge rant about, yeah. you know, Trump and, you know, why the U.S. needs to back up the Constitution. And you learn you learn things from both ends as much as he's trying to bring on a spe- an expert an expert in that field to teach you. Right. You learn something yeah. from him. And that's a credit to what you were saying about how he just absorbs that information and he kind of, you know, reflects it back. Yeah, that's um, that's a, yeah. Especially when it's like he. um when you're able to like absorb what you've gotten from your, your, your experience. And then eventually once you um, find someone that's in a similar, a similar knowledge type, you're, you're able to just like sort of contest what they're saying and see like balance it out. You know what I mean? It's not always just, Oh, whatever they're saying is right. You know what I mean? And then eventually you get to that, that higher level of knowledge where you just, you think rationally and you'll be like, well, wait, this is this, you may seem like, like you're this type of person instead of like actually knowing what you're talking about. You know what I mean? And I think that's like, number one, he has over, I think it's over like 1500 episodes right now. So yeah, that's something that's, that's so many years of experience. Right. And, um, but I think, and even admitted and and like not to interrupt, but he admitted that too. Right. He's like the difference between me and my friends that want to get into podcasting is the grinding. Yeah. Like there's a going at it. Yeah, well, I've I've personally I've I've known a couple, um, not only one, but like I've known three people that have tried podcasting, and then it ends up like just diving after a while. You know what I mean? It doesn't yeah. it doesn't end up lasting past like 15, 20 episodes, right? Um, and I don't I don't think like when I first set out to do this, like when I first set out to say, okay, this and I'm going to do this podcast and I'm gonna I'm gonna run with it is the the first thing that goes through my mind is is like what's the minimum amount i'm going to do this for like let's say andrew moves away and i don't have any of the support team and whatever i feel like at at the lowest of the low with support i feel like regardless of the situation i would be able to record at least 100 episodes yeah right like that's the way i think of it in my mind it's like if i can't record yeah yeah like if i can't record 100 then i'm doing this for nothing you know what i mean or, or like 200 or even like 300 right like that's a lot of years, but, um, for some people that like, don't really realize yourself, I, you're a bit, you're a busy guy, right? Like people don't realize that yeah. podcasting isn't just the only thing we do. You know what I mean? Like, no, it's not, you know, this is I mean? just and part that, of our brand. This is an extension, like yeah. to get that exposure and get that reach. It's literally one branch of the tree, right? It's exactly, it's, uh, it's crazy. Cause people think like, let's say one day you're late on a post or something, you know that you're late on the post, but people don't realize that like, I I worked seven to four today, right? And now I'm, I have to go to the doctors and I'm doing this and I'm driving people here and there, whatever, right? Whatever your schedule is. But 
um i think like the the time where you really focus on on this this craft itself is when you don't have those other obligations to a certain extent right like obviously you're gonna have always something to do else right but it's it's the time where and that's that's what i hope to achieve after i'm done school right that i hope to achieve that like i'm putting because right now i I don't believe i'm putting 100 effort i i try my absolute hardest but between work and school and and it's this normal, man. And, life gets in the way don't beat yourself up but i, yeah, I, I understand exactly. what you're saying yeah yeah it's just like and i know for sure you feel the same way it's you you wish you could you know what i mean like yeah and no yeah. matter how hard you grind you're always the way i think of it is like i could definitely be doing more you know and it just it's just yeah that's just human the, nature like, yeah determined people that's just the way it is right like yeah. you just need yeah. to um and that's why I, like i like what you're saying about i respect you even more because you just said something where that's something that i try to explain to people but they're not going to understand because they're not in it yeah. or because only you're going to understand because yeah again it's your passion like gary v always says it's your job of course no one's going to want put as much effort or energy as as much as you but um you were saying along the lines of you know the fact that you know you you know when you're late posting something or you're you're not on time or you missed the post and that's something that i try to like argue with people is because you'll they'll see me like you know my parents or my sister like hours of the night like just fixing content writing descriptions um you know just tweaking everything i can the thumbnails and it's because it's not because i'm doing it because i'm i'm bored or I, you know i love doing it i'm not saying that i'm, I'm not I, I hate doing it it's it's also because i'm trying to keep up with the scheduling yeah because people don't realize like in order for me to pump out like three episodes a week because that's what i've been doing consistently since uh yeah. january i believe when i started it's because I literally dedicate so much time to that on top of like you were saying about my filmmaking or other things in my day-to-day -day life yeah. um, that I have to, you know, attend to. And, you know, someone like yourself, I think the biggest thing for determined people, like exactly what you said, they're always going to be, even Joe Rogan says it worth a hundred million, right? He's top, yeah. top podcaster. And he still like says, yeah, I don't listen to some of my episodes cause I hate him. It's like, damn. Right. But I, yeah. uh, it's reassuring and it's, it's um it's just nice to hear because yeah. you know when we get caught up in our head and we're like oh i'm not doing enough my biggest thing and if i can tell the audience listening or for yourself man is you know the fact that you're showing up the fact that you're doing it is such a big step compared to yeah. so many people we know and it's not the shit on anyone who's listening because i know everyone has their own lives and you know their own situations i'm not judging you but let's be honest we know plenty of people that Oh, I want to do this or I want to do that. And they never oh, even yeah, do sure. it. You know what I mean? And it's like, you're grinding, man. You're grinding. Yeah. And you, yeah. like you said, you're, you were in school. I, I know I didn't even do anything in school. If it makes you feel better. I didn't do any of this yeah. stuff. And the fact that you were doing it while you're in school and you're working your job and you're collaborating or networking with other people, uh, you're so many years ahead. You know, I should mention to the audience, it's a bit of an age gap, but just a little, yeah, nothing crazy. But at the same time, I, I commend you for it because you could be one yeah. of those many people that I know that in yeah. your age, right. That are just kind of, you know, wishing they could do more and not doing anything about it. So yeah. if you do have an off day, just remind yourself that, Hey, at least I'm chipping away or look at your, your channel and look at your, your page and say, wow, this is what I, what I've done so far, you yeah. know? Um, that's not to say don't challenge yourself to be better, but at the same yeah, time, sure. I think it's, 
I think it, you know, at the end of the day, man, like life happens like to anyone, right? Like I'm my biggest, uh, as I get older, I get more mature in the sense where, you know, I have big dreams, you know, leaving behind a legacy and the fame and, 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 you know, just having my movies, you know, be seen on a grand scale, like Quentin Tarantino. Yeah. But at my root core, what I realized, you know, now that I'm 26, you got to, uh, make some money. And for yeah. me, it's like, I think the biggest win, if I can take from life is doing what I love and getting paid for it. Yeah. You know, it doesn't have to be like, again, I'm still aiming for that. That's my dream. It's kind of like Gary Vee with the New York jets, like have the biggest dream possible. So you're never, uh, you know, done <laughs> pursuing yeah, it. Exactly. But at the same time as while you go along the journey, you know, look for like little wins, look for wins or look for little goals that you can kind of like benchmarks and say, you know, I did this, I did that milestones. And, um, yeah, if I can, if anyone listening, like if I can give you that piece of advice is just look for those small yeah. wins because yeah, I respect, I, I resp- yeah, yeah, sorry to interrupt. I, yeah, I, res- no I respect you a lot for that. Um, just because I, I, I talk about that a lot and I've been a, a, an advocate for, um, pursuing your goals or pursuing your dreams, things, aspirations that you don't, uh, seem as practical. Right. And yeah. I, I, it even, it's, I've even reflected in my schoolwork where, um, I try to explain that like the reason for my career change was that I don't, I don't want to have to live my life knowing that I like what I could have done, you know what I mean? Or what I should have or something I did that was practical and I missed out on something else. Right. So the way I look at it is exactly what you're doing. And I respect people a lot for it. There's some, there's some people I, I mention all the time on my, on my podcast, but there's people that are just okay with, making doing whatever they like whatever whatever makes some money and they pay the bills which is for sure yeah completely fine right like i I understand that but like um i feel like you get so much more out of life if you are doing something that you love and getting paid for it right like properly the the only issue is that um traditionally like you don't think of our crafts as as high paying right like you don't generally generally speaking when you consider media it's always hit or miss shot in the dark you know what i mean it's you get there you don't you know i mean it's 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 always like that and people around me i know people around you for sure whether Mm -hmm. they're academic like academic advisors or guidance counselors or even family members right like everyone sort of has this like preconceived idea of what media is like and how it's cutthroat and how you can't really like yeah yeah oh my favorite you have to be an asshole to survive i used to get that so much a lot and then you meet people in the industry and it's like they they tell you like the last thing you want is an ego not only will it hurt you uh from a network perspective but creatively yeah because you'll you'll destroy your own projects because you won't have the ability to listen to everyone else yeah i feel like that's that's huge man like that like even in such a small like production setting like this, like a podcast, mm. right? Like taking constructive criticism and running, running with it, it's like so yeah. important because yeah. y- you think your lens is like the golden lens and originally, and then you take a step back and you just got to think like, this isn't perfect, like at all. Yeah. And what <laughs> these people are saying, right? Like what these people are saying around me is like true, right? Like, fuck, like it's actually like proper what they're saying. And it could, it could result in like, my work being so much better because of it you know what i mean yeah no i i um i'm, I'm glad you, I, I laugh because i i can relate to it so much um but i have this theory as well my my belief system you know i tell my family all the time is you know i'll listen to criticism um 
you know, you have to, uh, because there are times when you can improve on yourself, but I just hate the people that are like, it's shit because if they don't give me an explanation, I just, first of all, I can't work with it. Um, I'm not able to improve upon it because there's no articulate, intelligent answer. Um, and at the same time, it's, it, it kind of turns me off because I'm saying to myself, you know, you can't just say it's shit. Like that's like, me, yeah. that's subjective. That's like me saying, yeah, that's shit. Okay. Give me a reason. No, it's just shit. It's like, no, yeah, like, exactly. like, tell me, tell me, like you were saying, like, is it the lens? Is it the microphone? Is it the audio? Is it, you know, and if the guy said, oh, it's, it's crap or I don't like it because the audio sounds muffled. Okay. I can work with that. Now I can yeah. look into it. Now I can say, I'm not saying I'm going to fix it because I have to see the problem for myself, but I can work with that. Like that's proper criticism. Yeah. And I think we're, we're living in a climate right now where, you know, everybody that, you know, I haven't, we'll, we'll have our time. Like I'm sure everyone has experienced rejection or some sort of negative feedback, but I know a lot of people are hurting out there because they're, they're getting people that are saying, I, you know, this is crap or this is ugly or, you know, why are you even trying? But to those people, like, you know, always look at where it's coming from. Uh, a big thing for me, like for my films is, you know, I always listen to people that obviously I listen to the audience, but I listen to more people also that are in the industry, people that are, are professionals. Like I respect their, their expertise. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because everyone's going to have an opinion and yeah. you gotta, you gotta pick and choose kind of who you want to listen to. And I think with podcasting as well, right? Like I'm not saying just ignore all the negative comments, but you have to also see where they're coming from. Yeah. Right. Are they coming from someone that you respect or someone that has a point, right? Cause they give you an intelligible answer or is it coming from someone that is having a bad day or you never really got along with and decided to speak for the first time in five years? Yeah. <laughs> you know what yeah, I mean? I've had, so I've had those. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Like don't, don't just come out of the woodwork and just start saying, Hey, like, by the way, your podcast is shit. It's like, okay, thanks. Have a great day too. Um, yeah. It doesn't, it doesn't help you. It doesn't help us. It, it, it's just pointless really. But it's the reality and yeah. anyone in the creative field, um, you know, has, probably hears this many times, you know, people are going to speak, people are always going to speak and you just have to run with it and you have to know how to handle it. Really. You have to, you know, develop a thick skin. Uh, but I want to get, get back to what you were saying about transitioning, uh, with your career. So you were in school, uh, studying what? Uh, first I went to George Brown college for, uh, architecture. Architecture, a, nice. Architectural technologist, yeah. Okay, and then what made so now you're you were telling me before the podcast you're trying to get into media studies or you're you're yeah. Enrolled? So I'm in it right now. I'm just oh, I'm nice. just about to finish my first year at uh, at York University. So I originally started yeah with, again with architecture at George Brown, and the reason why I went into it was more um, simply because I wanted to like again it was to get the the money aspect right. I was always creative. I always enjoyed buildings. I always enjoyed like the structure, the creativity all that stuff right there right i always thought it was like i would marvel at like buildings going up i thought the whole process was which was great which i still i still think it's like it's like astonishing to see like from the ground up a full construction right i think it's cool i think that being able to have an impact on where someone lives um and what their home looks like right is is really good and really like uh inspiring but i i, I sort of hit like um not a roadblock, but sort of like at my peak when I was almost set to have this be my career for the rest of my life, I experienced um, what I, what actually working is like in like in a firm. Yeah. So I went, um, I worked in a firm for like three months, no, not even like three, yeah, about three months, three okay. months the summer before my last year in George Brown. 
and like to say that like don't get me wrong the people there were great um the people that were really nice and stuff like that it's just that sort of lifestyle um the nine to five walk in do your work have your lunch go home that sort of lifestyle is really 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 not for me like that is the last thing i would ever see myself doing like absolute last like i would i'm gonna be honest with you i would take hard labor like like rather than that structure eh? I'm telling you, like, it's really like, it's, it's just that sort of lifestyle. I can't live just, even if it pays the big bucks, it's just something that I can't like sit in front of a, like the content that's on the screen is what makes the difference. Yeah. Like I can go in and, and sit on a Mac and edit videos and, and do graphic design and Photoshop. And I can do that all day, every day. Right. Like that's right. That that's me. Like, that's what, that's what I like. Right. But like clicking and like emails, well, like the very black and white stuff to put it, to put it lightly, mm-hmm. right? Like the things I was doing was like drawings, like very particular bare like bones, yeah, details and stuff like that. It was very mm-hmm. like, it's just not encouraging for someone my age, right? And, and even moving forward, even in a creative setting, like an architectural creative setting, it still doesn't allow you to, with things like the building code and other obligations you need to follow according to like your firm or the province or whatever the regulations are like there's always this limit i feel like there's this like hovering limit on your creativity like it doesn't doesn't allow you to fully express what you want you know what i mean and that's that's like that was my major reason for for switching over it's just that like i needed a change where i could fully express like my store my my uh my thinking and like my, my ideas. Right. So you needed a creative outlet. Right. And yeah, you kind of, you had that discovery based on your story. And, and it's something that, again, I can highly relate because I had a very similar experience and, you know, I, I studied marketing at Ryerson. I graduated and, you know, I did what everyone did. You know, when you graduate, you find a job and you work in an office and I worked in an office and I was a marketing coordinator and between the culture and the work itself, it was so horrible. I, I, I just wasn't having a good time and I wasn't happy. And it was one of the first, first hard lessons I learned about when people say you have to chase happiness more than anything is that as much as, you know, I was doing what people were telling me to do, doing what I was supposed to do, you know, you graduated, you got a job. Now you, you know, making decent money. There was something wrong. There was something missing. And I really never knew what it was. I didn't really have the courage at the time, uh, I always knew I loved movies. I always knew I wanted to be a filmmaker, but it's like, I never really kind of grasped that idea. And, you know, we live in a very, you know, my sister tells me all the time, like, you have to keep in mind, we live in a very different uh, sort of city. Cause I always related back to Los Angeles. Like when I made my trip to California, yeah. like the people there, bro, like you, you say you're a filmmaker podcasting, whatever. They're like giving you business cards. Um, but over here, you know, it, it's not anyone's fault. It's just a different world. It's a different yeah. culture. And it's very, you know, you got a, ta- a lot, predominantly Italian. So we got a lot of values there and, you know, just following the system. And like you said, that nine to five and who knows who and who does this. And it's a bubble. And for me, my creativity was always on like a grander scale. I wanted to like meet people that I never met before. I wanted to collaborate with people that were better than me. And this is why I do these podcasts. This is why I started the vlogs on Corner Talks. 
is I love like meeting people like yourself. Um, you know, just seeing, cause when I see your content, when I saw your posts, I said to myself, this is his way of saying, you know, I'm not like everyone else here. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, this is a way of saying, you know, I want to be different. I want to be better. Um, I want to be creative really essentially. So that's why I have these podcast guests is I want, want to have that, you know, that kind of collaboration, right. And that kind of, you know, effort. So, yeah, yeah. It's, it's sort of like, but also, um, the way you're saying you want to have these, like people such as myself that like show their creativity, that they're not like everyone else. Like, I feel like there's like a higher level of, um, of like understanding of that when you're someone who can isolate those people, you know what I mean? And realize that these, that these people are not like everyone or not to say like that, not to say them in a negative way, but yeah, sort of like they, they, they have a passion for something that they're, that they're not ashamed of showing. Right. And, and to be able to pick those people out and say like, listen, like I, I'd love to sit you down and just talk for a while. Like, that's like, that's, it's very honorable. You know what I mean? Like that's, uh, that's something that you can, that you'll definitely be able to look back on and be like, wow, like at this point in my life, when I was 26, whether, whether this podcast lasts 10 years, that's another two, right? Depending yeah. on your situation, whatever, you can always look back and be like, listen, like this was, this was a great part of my life. Like I really got to know, like I, I, I got a lot of knowledge. It's a moment in time. Um, yeah, it's good on you. Like a, a lot of people are afraid. That, that was the biggest thing for, um, not, not me, but I feel like that's the biggest thing for a lot of people, right? Like just the humility of not being able to, like not being able to like it, display themselves to the world. In it's a, in a it's way. tough, man. It's it's like I said, I always harken back to the idea of, I really do believe it's the environment you're raised. Right. And, you know, you and I are both from, you know, Toronto, Vaughn. And again, it's not to comment, you know, judge anyone, but the reality is, is that we don't have a lot of those people. And if we do, they're hiding because I don't see yeah. it. You know, I don't see people like, you know, doing, I know a lot of friends or people that I've crossed paths with that, you know, told me, oh, I want to get into comedy or I want to be an actor. And it's like, where's your stuff? Like, yeah. you know, I'm not saying drop your trade job, but just do something on the side, you know, give it a yeah. shot, especially in a day of an age of digital, like social media. Yeah, exactly. But, but again, it's not, it's the reality, right? Like this is the environment. And this is what I mean by when I made my trip to California, it was an eye opener. And like what you were saying is, you know, just accepting that you are different and it's okay to be different. And, you know, when I was growing up, like high school, elementary, I always felt I was different. I'm not saying I'm special and like, you know, I'm extremely talented. I meant like I was different in that my mind wasn't thinking about sports. I wasn't thinking about yeah. what all these guys were thinking about, you know, when they were talking about the Leafs game the next day, I couldn't care, care less. And I still can't care less. I was always thinking about like the movie I watched or, you know, what the critic had to say about this film. And, you know, how I was going to make this dream happen. I was always thinking about storytelling. So I think it's taken a lot of years. You know, I'm still battling with that uh, because again, like you were saying before, uh, whether it's an advisor or a friend, a parent, there's always going to be comments. There's always going to be judgment, uh, especially what you're going uh, into, uh, what you're pursuing. I, I can see a lot of people, you know, having their own kind of way, especially because you made that transition from architecture. It's not like you were going you know, something like English studies. Um, but uh, I commend you. And I think it's really ballsy of you because yeah. at the same, like you Thanks, are bro. self-aware. Yeah. You're self-aware, man. And that's so important. And you're, and you're so self-aware at such yeah. a young age. 
so many people, like whether they get caught up in the wrong relationship, whether they get caught up in the wrong job, I feel like, you know, I always tell people, you know, yeah, that person might have this or that person might have that, but give it just 10 years, give it 20 years. Talk to me in, in that time because I always reference like parents, you know, and you probably have examples of your parents, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, they talk to you a certain way and they say, Hey, you better do this by 20 because back in my day, I remember, you know, I, I regret this or even your grandparents, your nonni, right? We're Italian. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> talk to them, man, the Same amount of thing. regrets. And when you hear it, right, you, you start to understand like, that's that's that why they say like give it 10 years like see what happened because you know do you really want to do that is that really making you happy yeah it's fun right now like people on social media right like posting like their life and you know how they are and whatever yeah post the things that are genuine to you but the ones that are not they'll get exposed you know they'll get yeah. exposed in 10 years because you can't keep it up forever and instagram won't last forever there's gonna be another social media app that'll take over that won't yeah. allow you maybe to do to 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 show your life a certain way. Yeah, you know exactly. I mean? Like like look at like look at TikTok for example. Like that's yeah. that's just something that can take over like instantly, and it's the 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 outreach on that app is just like unimaginable, right? Like you see, like almost one in every four videos is over a million, two million likes sometimes, right? It's like it's it's almost un, unreasonable. But uh, back to what you're saying, like our yeah. our parents and our grandparents. Um, I feel like coming from and uh, coming from the, like the center of immigrants and our parents being raised by immigrants and stuff like that, just down the, the family tree, I think it instills like a, this sort of like unbreakable, like work ethic. That's, that's only that from what I've noticed in like some people that I've seen that have uh, immigrants as, as parents or grandparents, that it's just like this hardworking um, sort of mentality that almost always thinks that there's something that they need to do more. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I don't yeah. know, I don't know why, like, it's just that this sort of like feeling that you think like in my head constantly, it's, I just gotta, I gotta do more. Like I'm not doing enough. I gotta keep going. I gotta like, that's, it, it's sort of like hereditary in a way. Right. It's just, yeah. it's just crazy to think that like people I know, like, especially you're going to have uh uh, Julian a Falk one on uh, eventually and he's another one that uh, a guy that I'm close with that mm -hmm. he just like keeps working right like he keeps yeah. working he, I know I see yeah. I'm gonna talk to him about that yeah yeah whether it's like physical or uh, mental or him recording or whatever it is yeah right? like, he just keeps keeps going but I, I think of myself as like that too and I I can tell I, I I wanted to mention that like three episodes bro like that's that's not something to take lightly like that's a lot of work Thanks, right, buddy. like I was, I was thinking like two episodes when we originally started, and then I got into one between work and school. We, I, I like we should stay at one for now, but um, yeah, maybe in summers and stuff like that. For off sure, time, for sure. I would do two, but three, like that's and they're roughly about forty-five to an hour-ish episodes. Yeah, right? like it's 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 an extensive amount of work, editing and things like that consistently posting right like it, it, it definitely for me especially for people that understand what it takes it definitely doesn't go unheard for me like you know like I really like to think three episodes a week is like I like I said that it's it's, it's kind of wild bro like, <laughs> thank you man I no I appreciate that the the thing I wanted to mention is there is a minor detail but when I say three episodes so it's two of like a 45 to an hour episode and then I'll squeeze in like the 
corner talks I do because I, oh, that's, yeah, my, yeah. that's what my my own thoughts. And I really, I, I was hesitant about posting stuff like that, but I'm very a big fan of Gary Vee. And he always says, post whatever you feel is your brand. So I kind of yeah. look at it as like a break for the week. So you get those interviews. And then at the end of the week, you have my thoughts about, you know, well-being and burning out and mental health and, you know, like one coming up is about filmmaking, like why I chose to become a filmmaker, just to give an insight, you know, it's a yeah, very quick yeah. episode, 15, 20 minutes. But, um, and I would have more uh, as well uh, during the week, but I think that's my restraint as well. Um, yeah. Also, I want to like, cause I don't want to entirely do podcasting. I want to do so many other things. Um, yeah, exactly. Like I'm going into production soon with this film project on the weekend. But what I'm saying is, you know, I think it's important to have, like you said, a, a good amount of episodes, but at the same time, have a little bit of restraint because, you know, I want people to be, to be hooked, um, but I also don't want people to get tired of me. You yeah, know what I mean? Like I want people, yeah. yeah, overwhelmed, right? Like I remember uh, the interviews I was having, I was like, wow, if I could, I could post like every day for the next two, three weeks. Like that's how many interviews I had lined up. Yeah. Because right? every day I was just doing an interview. But I said, first of all, I'll run out of content, right? Um and then second, it's like, you know, I don't want to bombard people, right? You got to, you got to let them like digest what they're watching. Yeah. Yeah. I've, uh, sorry to interrupt, but like, that's, yeah, go ahead. Man. That's like, uh, what a lot of people have, I've done, I've done a bit of research in terms of, uh, what it's supposed to be like when posting first social media and how to post and what time of day. And yeah, yeah. The, to- the time of day is all like, it depends really it's, it's people have different opinions on it it's not really like a set time like some people say before this time other people say before this time but in general people say like limit aside from tiktok because tiktok's the one that you can sort of just post as much as you want and yeah and it doesn't really reach. matter yeah, yeah, yeah so um but things like instagram and twitter and youtube especially it's like more than more than one or at the max two a day posts is like sort of like getting into people a little too much you know what i mean like well i learned that, i learned that um with instagram like kind of the hard i was going through you know that whole phase of i, I gotta get content out there like this was a year or two ago before the pandemic and i was posting like i think three times consistently a day for like a few months yeah uh, but it's a learning experience right you got i'm the kind of guy where I, I, got, I like to get thrown in the dirt and then pick up myself and say, yeah. okay, where did I go wrong? Cause people were telling me along the way, even my, my closest buddies, like, I think like content's not bad, but I would say maybe like once a day, just so like people look forward yeah. to it. And I'm like, nah, man, I'm like Gary V style, like, you know, three con- yeah. three pieces a day. And then they're like, nah, but you have to understand he's an actual influence. Like people are listening to what he has to say. They're not getting yeah. annoyed. And I'm like, I know. And I didn't care because again, I just wanted to learn, get burned for myself. Yeah. And again, not that it matters, but, I look at that at the analytics, right? Cause I did study business and the numbers didn't add up. So I was losing more followers than I was gaining. Right. And I was also not getting the same feedback. And I learned that the algorithm changed, uh, with Instagram. Apparently if you post more than once a day and you're not, uh, you know, Justin Bieber or something like something yeah. crazy, um, they're, they're not gonna, they're going to suppress your, your, yeah, uh, they, drown out, they drown out your posts. They yeah, drown it. Oh yeah. yeah and because I, I noticed that. Yeah. Because I noticed that like a second, third post, Cause you know how, you know how you're just trying to follow like what he says, right? Gary Vee yeah. is trying to be like, yeah, you know, exposure one day, someone's going to, it's going to blow up, whatever. But you realize like, nah, like the second post got like two likes, like that's hilarious. Like two likes again, yeah. 
you know, you have to look at the proportion of your followers. If you're, you have 800 followers, how is it only getting two likes? That means there's something going on with the algorithm yeah. and human beings, right? Like people yeah. get annoyed. People are like, I'm tired of seeing your stuff. So I always restrict it to once a day. Um, I use my stories more often, like if I want to do multiple yeah. posts. But uh, yeah, I think it's very important. Like you said, even TikTok, man. Like I know you can post many times a day. I've tried it like two or three times because I cut up my corner talk videos. But um, it's just not the same feedback. So yeah. I just kind of like, you know what I mean? I just say, I'm just going to be patient. Just do once a day, you know? Yeah, exactly. And uh, I think the important thing is consistency. And like I said in the beginning, man, showing up, like just doing what you have to do and saying you did the best you can because you can't control, you can't, yeah. the market will decide. I, tell I was going to say the same thing, right? Like, yeah. in, like, like you're saying the three, the three posts a day, two, uh, four posts, whatever, would not, yeah. would not take you anywhere as far as one post a day for 10 times the amount of days. Right. So, but every day, man, right. Yeah, like there's people, saying. there's people that post once every five months and obviously they're not maybe in the creative field, but even if they are, you know, like I know filmmakers, it's like one, I have, I've seen no posts like once in 2020 and it's like you got to show something like this yeah. is a creative industry like people need to to see that side of you right because yeah. that's how you you develop a network yeah like i said that like you said the the consistency is like is the biggest thing um so like for me it was originally uh tiktok and all the platforms um sure. but eventually the content has to be displayed on both right you can't there's no way of finding original or creating original content every single post for every single platform, right? Yeah. So like um, TikTok, like we're talking about, is much more versatile in terms of mm. you could just chop it up and take like a 15 second or a minute or yeah, yeah. Add, a, add a couple of facts or whatever, right? So that I think that's why it has such a big, okay, number one for dancing, obviously everybody loves the dancing <laughs> on TikTok, but like, yeah, yeah. That, that's um, like Gen Z. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But like everybody, like, I, th I feel like that's why it makes it so versatile, right? You could just, for and sure. why it's so popular because uh, I don't know if you know, but like uh, I was reading a couple, a couple of days ago that like the most addictive form of social media is short burst videos. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, snackable. With, I call it snackable content, man. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. 100%. And you can, and I don't know if you've been victim to it, but I've definitely been victim to it. I, I hop on TikTok, next thing you know, it's 34, uh, 30, 40 minutes later. And you yeah, don't even it, know where the time went. I from. believe it, man. I, and it's happened to me. Yeah, I'm guilty of it. It's that That's why, you know, it's a blessing and a curse that way. Like if you're the consumer, that's why I always say produce more than you're consuming because yeah. you'll be in a situation like we just said, where 40 minutes are passing by. Um, but as, a, as someone that, a, a creator, like a producer, you know, those videos that I do, like corner talks, they're like 15 minutes, let's say on average, you put that on TikTok, that's like 15 videos, yeah. right? 15, like a minute, you cut it up and that's great for content, right? And you, uh, like I've seen it, you get every video is another chance of getting another following, another perspective, yeah. um, another form of feedback because it's the way the algorithm works. You know what I mean? And, um, yeah. you know, I think it's so so important that way you gotta i want to mention you gotta be smart about it right with your content yeah. like i there was a time when it's like you were saying is i used to take it so literal like with the gary v like 100 pieces of content a day yeah and what i meant what i what i like you right like you research you try to dive into it like what do, what do you what does this guy really mean because way he talks like i he does it for the soundbite yeah. it's very exaggerated yeah yeah it's very exaggerated but if you catch him on certain interviews like he'll elaborate and he'll explain what he means 
And I caught him once on the 100 pieces of content. What he's trying to say is, you know, that video that you post on TikTok, also post it on, t- on Twitter and then cut it up and post it on Instagram. So in, in essentially, I was thinking 100 pieces of content. I'm thinking, okay, 100 pieces of original content a day. So I was going yeah. like crazy, like burning out. Like I can't keep up with that. That's insane. Now I know what exactly what he means is, okay, you do artworks, right? Like I do my, you see, I don't know. Have you seen my sketches? Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah. Uh, what was the other one you just did recently? Uh, Super Saiyan Go, uh, Goku. No, the one before Dragon that. Oh, uh, Baby Yoda? Yeah, the Baby Yoda I Baby saw. Baby Yoda yeah, was yeah, really yeah. good. I didn't yeah, see thank one. you, thank you. Yeah, so what I'm saying is like, you know, that's that's what he means by the content is, okay, you post a clip about your corner talks, then you post a clip about your podcast, then you post, you know, a clip about you drawing during your artworks. And it's kind of like this culmination of a brand. And then you spread it out over the different platforms. Like the video that you saw on Instagram, if you follow me on TikTok, you'll see it as well. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's like, you're covering all these platforms. Uh, LinkedIn, like every time I post on YouTube, I'll share it to LinkedIn, Facebook, and Twitter. And that's what he means is having those multiple sources of content. It's not like you create a hundred different pieces a day. If you can, that's great, but you got to be smart about it. You know, and it's, there's only so much you can do without burning out. You're human at the end of the day. And my advice is like, if you're, if you're trying to achieve something like that is, you know, this podcast, right? It's a recording about an hour, let's say maybe more bear with us guys <laughs> and i cut it up you know i cut it up into clips yeah exactly uh, that, thanks to my buddy you know christian shout out to him he you know said to me he was my first guest on the podcast and said buddy you should chop him up into clips because from someone watching it i don't really want to sit for like an hour listening sometimes i just yeah. want to hear like the basics the meat and potatoes clip, yeah. exactly and that clip what i do is like with this i'll cut it up into sections i believe people want to hear Right. So we'll do one where we're talking about social media. You post it on Instagram, you post it on YouTube, you post it on LinkedIn. There you go. Another piece of content. Cut it up even more. Post it on TikTok. Do you know what I mean? So I think it's possible, man, if you have that mindset uh, about working smart and just being creative within your creativity, you know, like seeing other ways you can do it. Yeah, exactly. I do agree. Like that's if you think about it and we're we're kind of lucky that this is the, the medium we chose right? Because podcasting, you have a lot, a lot to work with, Uh, especially with the long time, like you have the hour or whatever, right? Like an hour is a lot of content in some ways. Um, When you, when you work with like vlogs and stuff like that, they're generally shorter, maybe 15, 20 minutes. So in order to get like the content you want, sometimes it's not really that exciting. You don't want to include it in a clip, right? It's not going to draw anyone to the video. So we, we're we're lucky that like we can, with possibilities wise, we can take maybe like sometimes even 10 different points of the podcast and, and disperse them. Right. And there, there you go. There's your hundred easily in one week. Right. Yeah. So, and the podcast too, right. You, you, you play off the person and like that, that's why I started uh, the podcast is I, I enjoy talking and getting to know people. And I just said to myself, you know, this is content. Like I would have long conversations with friends, you know, like if I called you instead of this podcast, you know, I would always get mad because at the end I'd be like, damn, that was, that was, that was a podcast. <laughs> like, yeah. you know, what we were yeah. talking about. Cause I go deep with my friends. I, I'm just like always talking about stuff that's on my mind or like things that I find fascinating and they'll bring up interesting stuff. And, you know, so far so good. Like I've been getting some good p- feedback and I'm really grateful for all, all the people that like, including yourself, that have been appreciative of me putting out my stuff because that's my goal, right. Is to inspire 
you know, you guys to yeah. inspire you guys, like whether it's the possibility of the podcast or the film, uh, making dream, right. Like just kind of put my brand out there as much as I can and, you know, get you guys familiar, like with who I am in my journey. Yeah. Cause the last thing I want is to come across as, you know, he's just a guy like trying to be a filmmaker and you know, whatever I see on Instagram is his life. I want you to see like, you know, I'm just as human as you. I go through my own, you know, trials and errors and, uh, yeah, it's, uh, let's get on you, bro. Let's get a smooth ride. Yeah, for sure, man. So, I actually wanted to get back to you about your podcast though, with refreshing the feed, you know, I, I noticed that you, you, with your podcast, we were discussing like how it's not so much the interview format and you guys kind of like discuss, like go over the uh, like pop culture, things that are like trending or people are kind of discussing on the internet. Like one of my favorites is uh, with the uh, Kardashian, the daughter uh, painting that, that canvas. Oh yeah, the, I think uh, you even posted it on the feed, like just to show people, like this is what they yeah, were talking yeah. about. Um, um, yeah, crazy stuff, daughter, right? The dog, yeah. yeah, that that was that was like absolutely absurd. A scam? We was that a scam? That. I don't know. We were we were, we were know, trying. Right? You were diving. You were diving. Yeah, you brought it. We trying to figure it out. We <laughs> yeah, we, there's, there's no way, bro. Like, there's definitely someone that's. She has her teacher um that was definitely just like guy basically holding her hand while i i still don't believe it i don't know good yeah. honor if, if it was she's like well i don't so, remember like seven i think people like, don't i think people don't believe it because of just like where it's coming from like she's so like we were saying about the superficiality of like instagram yeah. and you know that the highlight reel it's like anything to make make them look even more polished yeah you know what i mean so it's like hard to like believe that you know yeah yeah, yeah. But again, um, we don't know. It's all skepticism. Yeah. I just wanted to know, though, from yourself, like, why are you uh, choosing to discuss like pop culture? Like, what what is it about this this facet that you 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 seem to focus on? Um, I think I think the originally the mindset was um, sort of take away from just like the pointless conversation that I used to have on your sister's favorite. That was kind of just like really um not dry but like it didn't have any really meaning to it like it was funny and stuff like that but yeah, i didn't really like enjoy what i was or have like a lot of interest in what i was talking about like right like the, the topics we we address over on refreshing the feed is that involves everything that i'm interested in that has happened throughout the week and that has been proven because it's trending because it's making a lot of noise that a yeah. lot of people are interested in. Right. Um, and I think it's, I think it was cool for us to, and it's going to, it's going to still be like uh, awesome for us to just continue to give our take on things like that. Like to hear, to hear myself uh, rant about that Northwest painting. Right. It was just, uh, it was just like, like I found it funny about myself. Right. Like I, I don't think I, when you watch yourself, I don't usually think I talk like that, but I was like yeah. pretty passionate that I would, that, that was not her painting. Right. So yeah. yeah, Like just stuff like that. It just makes you think like, okay, like I actually do have fun talking about this mean and you like we sit down once a week and besides the editing and all that, when we actually record, it's, it's stuff that we're actually um, that we talk about in real life. Like when I, I, I work with Andrew, like I said, and when I see him or whomever it is, right, that I have on, I had my friend Tommy on last week. Right. Um, like, I'll see him before we record. Like, at work, like, two days before, right? And we'll be talking about something. And I'll, and I'll literally just, I'll shut him up and I'll be like, listen, save it. And we're going to talk about it on Thursday or Wednesday or Friday, whenever we record. 
right? Yeah. I'll be like, well, don't don't talk about it. We'll talk about another thing. I wanted to talk that's about so that. smart. Yeah, that's so smart. Right. Yeah. So I don't I don't get his genuine reaction until we actually sit down and record. Right. So some things, right. and the reason why I like recording with him is because we don't agree on a lot of things. Mm. Me and Andrew, because when you have so, a, yeah a, a yes man, that's just yeah yeah yeah. You're right. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, it's sort of like yeah it doesn't really you can't, create it's not yeah. intriguing yeah you yeah. don't really like want to dive you into like immersive like hey yeah. <laughs> this guy has like a good a, point <laughs> yeah yeah exactly yeah, yeah. you want someone that's gonna that's gonna be like you're crazy like what are you talking about you know what i mean like it's not uh it's not always easy going right and i think that's um that's the best side of of our of our podcast that like um i'm grateful to have because if it was just me and I, I don't know if I'd be able to like consistently, especially this style. Like I don't know if I'd be able to consistently have people that don't agree with me. You know what I mean? I, yeah. I, I'm grateful for it. That's why yeah, I also no, have, a, I have Julian on a lot too. He's the same type of, same type of way. Right. Right. Yeah. So you have, you're saying a lot of your friends, like you bring on, they, um, they contrast you like in terms of your ideas yeah. and your, your, your kind of like pers- opinions about things. Yeah, exactly. Nice. I think I think it benefits me a lot, actually, rather than uh, just someone agreeing. Yeah, you also learn from them too, right? Like what we were yeah. discussing with the Joe Rogan is, I think a lot of times when he contra- contradicts, you know, goes against his guests, it's because like that's the best part because you learn something out, out of that argument, right? Yeah, you exactly. Learn, you know, what through that uh, through that friction, <laughs> what uh, what the person like, why the person's saying something like that, or um, you know, diving into something like that kind of subject matter and yeah. uh you know kind of like their opinion but um that's great man yeah and and like i said I, i've 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 uh seen some progress for sure uh and i'm looking forward to more of more content on refreshing the feed uh, i just wanted to ask you like one last thing um what do you hope your listeners will get from your podcast experience from this channel that you created um i hope n- number one i hope that people that don't know about um the things that are trending or can can refer to us as their like weekly sort of update number one and number two that we can make people laugh and we can make people right. actually like sit down and instead of hearing about things on tmz and um like other platforms like barstool sports where they kind of just report things to you i feel like we so at a sort of dynamic that just allows you to see our human take on things Right. Yeah. And I think that's what I want people to get away from, take away from it is more like, wow, this is what people are actually thinking about it. Like people like us that are actually thinking instead of TMZ reporter or CNN reporter says this and that because their opinions yeah. are biased or their opinions are motivated by a certain company or industry or something yeah. like that. Right. Like we sit behind the mics and we tell it how it is. Right. Like we tell, we, we laugh, we have a good time and mm-hmm. we kind of say, like, sit back and be like, listen, this is pretty like, effed up or this is not supposed to be like that and we, we don't come on and say like oh sugarcoat things and sort of like live up to everyone's um everyone's sort of like the way you see on on all social media platforms with the big names yeah. right so i think that's something i'd love to i'd love for all my my viewers to take away and my subscribers um just that would make me feel great about the podcast and i think it, it has happened already right like people think yeah. like these guys are just are given their personal take. Like this is what they think about um, trending news and stuff like that. It's good to hear a human talk about it. You know what I mean? For sure. Yeah. And, and uh, like, 
a big thing uh, for me is, you know, the fact that a lot of the people, especially when you're starting off that follow you, right. They know who you are. So it's kind of cool because it's like, Oh, like we can hear Matt's pers- opinion about yeah. this and it doesn't have to be a close friend, like your boy Falcon there. Yeah, it could yeah. be, you know, just anyone like uh, a distant class, a classmate, you know, that uh, yeah. remembers you from high school and was like, yeah, I remember Matt. He was kind of like a funny guy. And then he's like, Oh, that's hilarious. Like with the Kardashian painting. Uh, yeah. Because it's a familiar voice, right? And I, I think bringing on new people, getting to know you even more, as you discuss on the podcast, and having podcasts like this, for example, who get to know who Matt is, uh, when when you have an opinion about you know the next thing in pop culture or what happened to a celebrity, uh, it'll be more interesting. Um, yeah. It'll be more intriguing, right, for the viewer. So I think yeah, that's really awesome. cool, man. That that's really cool. And I, like I said, I, I respect the different uh, the platform, the different format, um, than going for like the traditional. Interview, you know what I mean? Like it's yeah. it's cool. Like even the setup you have right now, you're in the setup uh, for anyone yeah. watching the video. Yeah. Uh, you got uh, so what is this? Talk to take me through this. What is this? So uh, this is this is yeah, that's my studio. Um, okay, took a while to construct. Actually, I started. Um, so I, I we began refreshing the feed in the late summer of. Well, we didn't start recording till later on in the year of last year, but in the summer was it was in planning and. We had all we're working all through all the branding and all the nice. logos and stuff like that. So this was also going down. Um, so far, we're, I'm I'm probably about ninety nine percent fully constructed. Maybe a couple things I need to touch up in the bottom <laughs> there, but ninety nine percent fully constructed. Um, so far, it's it, it came about a year. This was actually my shed in my backyard, but I turned oh, it. Oh, really? That's crazy. Yeah, it's uh, it's legal, completely legal. It's yeah, yeah, pro- yeah. No, of course. Prop- the proper size. It's uh, all according to building code and stuff like that. It was already existing here, right? No, so, for sure. Yeah. Uh, we gutted it out. Uh, fully furnished the inside, the walls, the ceiling. Uh, got my TV in here. Got everything in the mics. Everything set up. Um, and it's just sort of like a a getaway from yeah. real life, is what yeah. I like to call it um but no one disturbs you like like I'm, I'm i'm up here in the study area room of my house but yeah there are days where i can't record because you know people are doing stuff you know yeah. and uh you're you're kind of isolated with your thoughts you and your guest you know what I yeah mean? yeah it's, it's it's something i'm really proud of um along with the podcast i think that this was a this entire area was like a big journey for me start to finish a lot of work a lot of blood sweat and tears literally um, oh wow into every aspect yeah <laughs> it's another no. story <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah there's a lot a lot of a lot of stories coming from this place uh just because of all the construction woes and things not yeah yeah and but respect adjusting. to your dad or you know for your yeah, for letting you use the, the both of us yeah, yeah no i'm saying for like, like gutting it oh, out yeah. using it like because i have a shit in my backyard but i it's my dad has so much junk, right? crap in it yeah but he yeah, but yeah. like it, he he would i have to say my dad's like you know boss that way like he'll say like yeah of course like anything like he's very yeah, supportive yeah. Of, the, of the dream but i would also be hurting him because like and the family like where's all this stuff gonna go yeah <laughs> so the garage, I, I actually you know I mean? yeah that was like my biggest problem so i actually built my dad i personally built my dad another one another shed like a pop-up oh one sick thing. Yeah, yeah i built one there's like you, one man. right beside here i just uh wow it's not like actually in the ground or anything like it's just on top of some wood but it's like like a, pretty, a pop-up yeah yeah, it's pretty decent size. It's just for like the shit, right? Like the lawnmower, yeah, yeah. the just the lead- store it. It's essentially storage. Yeah, it's all it shit. Ha- right? It doesn't have to look nice, right? Like this, yeah. 
this shed when it was first constructed was like full like two by four walls and like proper construct concrete yeah for uh, sure for the, the, so the foundation said, yeah 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 so i was like you know what just uh let's just furnish the inside take some take all the stuff out and move it right so eventually it turned into this and i'm uh i'm super proud of it so far is it soundproof and everything or yeah it's uh not not a hundred percent soundproof oh, okay. because of the the limitations i had obviously i don't have it would have cost a lot of money to no, perfectly sure. soundproof but it is sound absorbent you can like when you walk in there's a noticeable difference okay, and when yeah. when we record there's also like a noticeable difference between the sound and like or in here and like a regular house i guess just for like neighbors and stuff but i don't i don't think the sound would be that annoying. no 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 so i have i have yeah. these behind me right here oh, are okay. actually one inch thick sound absorbent pads Oh, beauty. Um, <laughs> yeah, I have them like all over. You can't yeah. see it on camera, but I have them like all over the other walls. And this sort of uh, stone wall here was the only one that uh, isn't it. But uh, yeah, other than that, it's it's been a it's been a long time coming. Yeah, it looks Finally it looks done. yeah, it looks dope. It looks fresh. I Thanks, see the bro. posts and uh, yeah, it looks like you got a comfortable like uh, setup going on and uh, very, very envious in a way, because I, I uh, that's what I aspire to have one day, you know, because you got the TV screen and uh you guys you just look like you put a lot of work into it and i think it's yeah. going to pay off a lot man uh it's just I all about that consistency it. yeah it's all about the yeah. consistency right putting out content and i'm really really uh really proud of you that way like the way you're um like i said i don't know if i mentioned this before in the podcast but uh you're one of the few if not the only ones i know in my contacts or community that has a podcast so yeah. when i saw that you had a podcast i said i have to have him on and i have to have you know, I want, I want to learn more about his experience and, you know, what he's learned so far. Um, just really about your journey and about the whole podcast itself. Cause it's not easy as, yeah. as we kind of describe it. We make it look easy, I guess, in some ways, <laughs> some people tell me that like, yeah, it's just conversation, but um, there's an art to it, I think. And it's all about grinding to get better at it. Yeah, exactly. I, I so, do agree. Yeah. yeah. So having said that, man, um, you know, I really appreciate you coming on the podcast and thank you for having me, bro. This is yeah, great. I'm looking forward to more, more content from refreshing the feed. I'm happy to be a guest. If you ever need someone to give you a perspective, sure, on bro, some pop sure. culture, happy to help you for out. Sure. And, uh, yeah, just, uh, share I'd my views. To, yeah, for sure. So we'll keep in touch about that. And, uh, yeah, you're always welcome on the podcast as well. Uh, plan to have you more, more often and, uh, you know, just share your journey, um, what's going on and, you know, we'll talk about maybe what's going on in the, in the world of pop culture. <laughs> See what's yeah, going bro. on. There, yeah. Right? Thank you like for having film me, especially. Yeah. Yeah. This was great. I, uh, it's good to hear that, um, get some good conversation out of someone that I know closely or I've, I've, I've known for a while and, uh, that is someone, someone near me. Right. So this was great. I, uh, it's good to know. I didn't know you were as knowledgeable as you actually are. This is a uh, opening. Thank you, man. I really appreciate it's, that. It's, yeah. uh, that's why I do that, man. So, so everyone can get uh, more familiar with who Daniel is. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you know, uh, yeah. Uh, like I said, man, it was a pleasure. And uh, I'm really excited yeah. for you. I think you have a lot of things going for you with this podcast. And uh, I'm looking forward to it. All right. Sure. Having said that, uh, thanks again, guys, for tuning in. Thank you again, Matt Starino. And uh, we'll talk soon. Take care, guys. See you.